Um, so before we get started, uh, obviously today, today is the 17th of April. It's tax day. I just heard uh, on my way home uh, after running around town that uh, we had a, an extension on tax day it's tomorrow. So for those of you procrastinators, you have another day. Um, on a more important note than tax day being delayed because of a glitch um, with uh, the IRS, um, two other things happened today in the national news. Uh, I think they're worth mentioning. Um, they're absolutely they're worth mentioning. Um, the first one, uh, there was the first air fatality in nine years on a Southwest plane. Um, no fault of the pilot. Thank God that pilot had uh, the experience that she had to bring that plane down safely. So, um, you know, that's a that's a sad time for a couple of uh, young kids who's, who lost their mom. Um, and then today, uh, the, the nation also lost uh, Barbara Bush. So um, our thoughts and prayers go out to the, to the Bush family and, and also to that, uh, to the family of those uh, that uh, lost a mom today in that, in that plane crash. So, or that plane incident. Anyway, all that stuff out of the way, um, I thought it was worth mentioning at least um, out of respect for those families. And uh, we've got business to take care of. And as we know, the business of the United States is business. And so tonight we're here to talk about plan B in business. And I'm really excited. I've got my good friend, Dr. David Phelps. Um, and uh, David is uh, going to be going through uh, just a whole bunch of great information tonight. Um, and uh, as a, a personal testimony, if you will, uh, to my uh, knowing David and understanding how he operates um, and the, the high level of trust I have with him. Um, I've been, I've spoke at a number of his events. Um, I participate in them. Uh, I work with some of his, his members as he does my members. Uh, and so I hear nothing but great things about David uh, and uh, his members speak very highly of him. And, um, and so it's an honor to have him part uh, of our webinar tonight. Um, and my hope is what you get out of this webinar is really the understanding that um, we've, we've all got to have a fallback fall plan. Um, not only do we have to have a fallback plan, but we have to have an end game plan. We need to really uh, understand what that looks like. And along the way, it doesn't have to be boring. It doesn't have to be um, tough. Uh, it can actually be a heck of a lot of fun. And uh, learning, learning what David's gonna share with us tonight is just frankly the beginning. It's just kind of like peeling the very first layer off the onion. Um, so, uh, David, uh, welcome again uh, to this Jerry Jones Direct webinar, and uh, thank you for all of you uh, who have joined us this evening, and for those of you that may catch this at a later time. So, Dave, I'm going to turn it over to you, and I'm sure we'll have some interaction this evening, um, <laughs> as usual. We'll have a lot of fun, for sure, and um, so I'll just turn it over to you and let you tear it up. Yeah, no, thanks, Jerry. And, uh, it's great, great to be here. I'm going to push back right to you, Jerry, and, and say the same thing. You know, what I know about you, what I respect about you, and, and a few others. There's others, you know, in the inner circle of people who we really protect, number one, our own personal freedoms. We protect uh, what we're about, and we protect the people that we let get into our inner circle. I know that about you and a few others that, that I could name, but I won't name, name here tonight. Uh, that being said, I, 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 I'm glad to be here, and... <clears throat> You know, I'm, I'm here to, to serve and provide, you know, a, a different way of maybe looking at everything that you're doing because, you know, this, this gray hair didn't come without going through a lot of, uh, of failures, a lot of setbacks, a lot of learning, uh, you know, on the road to get to where I am today. And, and where I am today, you know, could fall apart tomorrow. I mean, I mean things, things change, right? Uh, and and I, I'm about creating, you know, a, a plan B, uh, but also as, as like an insurance policy. We all buy insurance for, for hazards. We buy insurance for disability, a business interruption, uh, life insurance. You know, it's important to have insurance, but that being set aside, you know, what, what if everything just, you know, goes away? What if things out of, outside of our control, you know, would, would take away our ability to, 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 to deal in our practice or a disability 
or 9-11, you know, disrupted things, you know, what is the plan B? You know, Jerry, you talked about, um, you know, having an end game. And to me, end game is something that's been talked about in society for many years. It's the wrong, it's the wrong definition. You know, end game for most people is, you know, what? Retirement. Retirement. Well, what's retirement? Well, that's an old industrial age definition of people that used to work in the factories back in that era. And they work hard at the factory line, work, 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 day in, day out, very drab, just putting in the effort. And then one day when they hit that magical uh, chronological age, you know, they got the, 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 the watch and the, and, the, and the pension plan, right? And then they went off to live their golden years. Well, we know that's not a life because what happens to most people once they get off whatever treadmill they've been on, you know, life goes downhill fast because you can't play golf so long. So there has to be a next. So if you build your, your life with an end game, but an end game that means, means not retirement, it means having freedom. And my mm -hmm. whole premise to people today, Jerry, is that, is that we've got this all wrong. And I know people listening to are going, yeah, but, but you know, tell me about it because I'm on the treadmill. Look, I was on the treadmill too. I understand exactly where you might feel like you are. And you think, you know, God willing, if I just make it to 62 or age 65 or, you know, I see a lot of our, our, our colleagues having to go into their 70s today because of things that they felt like they couldn't control because they went along with the majority of, of everything in life, the majority about how, how you run your practice, the majority about how you invest your money. And, and the problem with the majority is what, Jerry? The majority usually has it wrong. But oh. – but we feel comfortable being in the majority because as long as we're in the majority, then our spouse can't look at us and go, well, you idiot. No, I was doing what everybody else was doing. I was just following the plan, right? So, so I can't be thrown in the bus. But that's, that's living in fear. That's living, you know, being risk averse. And that's the problem. You know, we didn't, we didn't all get to where we are in life and practice. We didn't get there without hard work and sacrifice. We had, we had, we had to make, make the muster with the grades. We had to get through the licensing and credentialing. Uh, every day you go to work, you put a lot on the line. You put a lot of capital on the line. You've got a lot of liability. You've got employees. There's risk everywhere, yet we're, we still, still hold back and we're fearful about, well, what if I tried something else? Now, I'm not about walking off the cliff, Jerry. I'm not about telling people, you know, take some big, big, big jump or leap of foot faith, faith and put everything on the line. But there's ways you can mitigate risk and do something that's different than the other people. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm very clear. I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of Wall Street. But that doesn't mean I'm here to, to dun you if you're doing 401ks and that kind of stuff. Look, if you're doing anything, anything with discipline, that's the first step. I'm just going to change a little, maybe a little bit the way you're thinking so that you, you can see a you know, plan going forward. And, and, and I, want to, I also want to rant just a little bit tonight. And that's why Jerry and I can have fun. You know, Jerry, you and I have the opportunity, I guess, privilege to get behind the scenes and see what a lot of our people don't get to see. That is, that is all, lots of other people out there in the space, whether it's business or dentistry or marketing or, or cryptocurrency. I don't care what it is. We get to get behind the scenes and see what's really happening in a lot of places. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are selling their goods and wares about how to, you know, build a bigger business of practice. And, and most of the time they're selling what? Widgets. They're selling bright, shiny objects, you know. Oh, here's the, here's the latest Facebook thing. Go grab it. Go run for this. Or, or here's the latest whiz bang over here. Go grab that. And people get so mixed up and so uh, delusional in their thinking that these magical bullets are going to make a difference. But, and, I, and trust me, I tried some of that stuff. So I'm not saying I was immune to it. You know, I've been there, Jerry. You have too. It's, it's time and wisdom that tells us, look, there, there is a path. And it's not get rich overnight, quick overnight. It's not get to freedom quick overnight. But I'm saying that you can get there faster than the majority would tell you. That is working until you're in your 60s or 70s and then hoping on a prayer that you have enough once you sell your practice, you sell your equity, whatever else you've, you've stacked up, that you have enough 
to actually live a, a life that's true to what you want to live and not have to downsize or be so scared that you're going to run out of money because of inflation and healthcare costs, all the other stuff that's hitting once you're on a, quote, fixed income. See, I'm not a believer of being on a fixed income, even when you're through trading time for dollars. But we all start out in a transactional business. I started, I was transactional when I was a little kid. I'm sure most of you do the same things I did. You mowed lawn, you had lawn jobs, you mowed lawns around the neighborhood. I sold greeting cards and, and learned about rejection real early on, right? I sold greeting cards. I threw a paper. You know, that was all transactional. When I was in college, you know, in between uh, in summer semesters, uh, you know, I, I, I worked for the, for the city, city crew. I, I was a janitor at a woman's clothing shop. Again, why? To make money. As a kid, I wanted to make money. I wanted to have some independence in my life. I didn't want to look to my, my parents to give me the, dole out this little allowance for the responsibilities I had to do. That was, they taught me well. If you want to make it, David Phelps, you want to have some nice things, go out and figure out how to do it. And I'm glad they did that. So, so in, in college, you know, like everybody here, you know, I was taking all, all the classes we had to, to go in pre-dent to get to the next step and go to dental school, take the DAT and, and go that direction. But I also realized that watching my own, my own father, who was a hardworking physician and, 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 and did very well, but he was always working, always working. And the few things he tried in investments that were outside the box, like I remember he had, he had uh, uh, orange groves in Florida. Well, that got like taken by the big freeze. I mean, I saw him try these things that most people, you know, just, just winging it, winging it. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he didn't know any better. Uh, and I saw him working so hard. And I, and I saw even though he could make good money, as any one of us can do by working hard, nothing wrong with that. But there's a glass ceiling on that. There's only so far you can go. And you mentioned tax day today. So yeah, I mean, everybody hates paying taxes. It's, you know, but, but there's good news and bad news about that. The good news is if you're paying a lot of tax or feel like you're paying more than your fair share, which you are, and trust me, you're paying more than your fair share. But, but here's, the, here's the good news about that. If you're paying a lot of tax, you're profitable. Now, the problem is if you're having to write some stroke, some big check that you don't have in the bank account right now, that's just a problem with your CPA and your accounting. Believe me, it is. And so my quick caveat to you there is if you've you got a big surprise uh, today, this week or last week, then you need to get a person better working with your numbers. And then maybe also you need to re-look re at your, your, your lifestyle burn rate. That's a discussion for a whole other time. That requires spousal interaction, a whole lot of things there, obviously. Uh, but, but, you know, here's the thing. Don't be, don't be afraid of taxes is what I'm saying. Yes, you want to mitigate your taxes. You want to do things smartly, and, and you can. And, and I can, we can go on for a long time about taxes. I'm going to give you just a few quick, quick, quick tips. One, there's two books that I think everybody should read, get a hold of. One is, is Profit First by Michael Michalowicz. Mike's a good friend of mine. Profit First is a book he wrote. It's a great book about setting up the right accounts and paying yourself first. That's the whole thing about it. Instead of paying yourself last and never having anything left to pay yourself with, pay yourself first. Part of that's your lifestyle, but part of that should be your discretionary capital that either one goes back into your business, which is your primary engine, your business, your practice. That's your primary engine. Don't take your eye off the ball because that's where you start. And then lifestyle, you know, I mean, what, what, what do you feel like, you know, where you are in your life right now with your hard work, you know, that you should have, and you have to balance that because there's this, this entitlement mentality that we all go through working so freaking hard, going through school, sacrificing, sacrificing, coming out of school today with massive amounts of debt. I get it. And your spouse looks at you and go, honey, when do we get to start living? When do we get to start living? So the credit's there and you've already racked up, you know, uh, half a million in student loan debt, and, you, and how about another half a million to start a practice when you do that? So, like, what's another half a mil, right? What's, what's another three-quarters of a mil for a nice house? I mean, yeah, interest rates are low right now. Seems like a good time to, to rack up a little bit more, but you've got to be really careful about that. Be really careful. You can mitigate taxes, obviously, through good, good business practices. 
we also talk in Freedom Founders about having a lifestyle business. Now, that's, that's really after you've optimized your current practice. So I'm not, I'm not throwing a bright, shiny object at you. But when you, quote, get to leave the practice and get to start you know, be, living more of a lifestyle, I mean, for me, a big part of why I do Freedom Founders, Jerry, and you know this, is I'm, number one, I, I love to serve. I love to give back. I love to interfere in people's lives in a good way, right? I mean, that's just who I am. I feel an obligation to do that yeah. because of what I learned, you know? <laughs> Mm -hmm. I, I could not I could not go back into a hole in, in David's little world of, of real estate, which I'll tell you a little bit more about, you know, how that works. But I just want to give you, a, you know, kind of who I am is, is I would never feel comfortable not being significant, you know, and, and being a dentist for many years, I felt significance like all of you do. I mean, you're serving a population, uh, you get respect, Obviously, hopefully you get respect because you're doing doing good work, your staff respects you, your patients respect you. I mean, that makes you feel good inside, uh, you know, notwithstanding the, the money and the income you make and you deserve to make by all the work you've done too. Okay, that's, that's all awesome and good. But what, what, what happens when you get to freedom? And my premise tonight is you should be able to get to freedom you're, by your definition sooner than age 62, 65, or 70. It's just that we have this mindset about us that we just are on this treadmill and we just got to keep doing this and hope for the best. I've seen it and I believe it, not, not just because of my own story, Jerry, because, because as, as I was going through life, I started buying real, I bought my first real estate property, my first rental property, my first year in dental school. And that was the ripe, ripe age of 26 when I was in my first year of dental school. Mm -hmm. So I'm in dental school, doing all the lab work, and I'm reading books about real estate and going, and stock market. And I'm going, all right, what's going to give me the best chance? And I didn't call it a plan B back then because I didn't know what plan B was. I just knew I needed to do something different than what I saw my dad and everybody else do. Uh, not that my dad didn't do fine, but it's like, when do you get off the treadmill? Well, it's when you, I think it's when you want to get off it. It's not by some, some society destined age. It's when, when you decide. Again, I'm not saying anybody needs to go think about selling their practice next year. I'm just saying, how about if you could have a practice that was by your design so that you could see the patients that you want to see, do the procedures you want to see, and you said to heck with managed care insurance. What if you could do that? Well, you can't do that when you're tied down by the eight ball, ball and chain, by massive debt. You can't do that if your lifestyle is up here in the clouds. Uh-uh, ain't going to happen. You're going to be on that treadmill. So how do you get off? Well, there's, there's pieces and parts to it. But in Freedom Founders, we start with, with what, what um, begin with the end in mind, uh, Stephen Covey. So Stephen Covey's book, Begin with the End in Mind, right? So, so we, re, re, we reverse engineer. You look at what your, what your lifestyle burn rate is. And again, you know, sometimes it takes some massaging to work that back down to a realistic number. But what I've proven over and over again is if you can get to freedom sooner by, by, for, for a short term, dropping your lifestyle down, not having to drive the big fancy cars, not having to be like the Joneses, not like feeling like beating your chest on social media like everybody else is like, oh, look at me, look at me, which is a bunch of crap, by the way. That's what I was saying to you earlier about what Jerry and I get to see behind the scenes. There's so much, Amen. <laughs> there's so much crap out there. Some of the, you wouldn't believe it. Some of the people that are out there, you know, on the, on the quote circuit, uh, some of the top clinicians you know, are this close to being freaking broke, okay? I wouldn't name a name here because that's not what I'm here to do. I'm just telling you, don't, don't let yourself be judged by what everybody else is spraying out there because, because, because it, a lot of it's not true. And the real people, Jerry is one of those real people. That's why I let Jerry come to my meetings. That's why I let a very few people come and interact with my people. That's what Jerry does the same thing because, because I feel like an obligation to tell, speak the truth. I don't have to sell anything to do anything. I just want people to, to have the truth. Okay, so so I said I was going to go on a small rant. That was a big rant. <laughs> so, I'm, uh, uh, I'm sweating. Bring me home, Jerry. <laughs> All right, David. All right, David. Well, so here, let me just kind of sum it up. Um, there's a lot of shysters out there. You you know them. I know them. A lot of the folks on this uh, webinar have they don't they're not aware. So 
you know, and like you, my experience has been behind the scenes, there's always a different story. So uh, you're right, a lot of these guys run around, you know, speaking in these different uh, arenas within dentistry. Um, they're, you know, they're within an inch of their life, financial life. Um, and they think that their solution to that's running around and, and telling stories about how to do clinical dentistry faster, or whatever, easier with the latest gadget and that sort of thing. I, like you, David, I, I feel a, an obligation um, to, to speak what I see as the truth. Uh, and most 99% of the time that centers around real basic fundamentals of business. And I know when it comes to real estate, there are some basic fundamentals as well. Um, I, some of these folks on here may, may or may not know my background in real estate. I, had a, I have an extensive background in real estate. I'm not a super active real estate guy at the moment. I'm, I'm wrapping up other components of my life and simplifying. Um, so that's in the, in the future for me uh, to re-engage and, and get more active again. Um, but, but, you know, so, I mean, obviously this plan B has to do with real estate, David. So, um, can we, can we kind of pre-frame before a dentist should ever consider getting involved in anything remotely, remotely close to real estate? Can we maybe pre-frame this to, to get folks to understand that this is not an answer to what ails you in your practice? Exactly. Exactly. So, so I'm going to switch over to, uh, it's my handy dandy iPad. Oh man, that's cool. How do you like that? Pretty cool. That's, that's nifty. <laughs> yeah. So 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 you led you led me right where I, where kind of where I want to go at some point. That's why I let you jump in because like I'll just I'll just I'll vent on forever and I I, I promise some frameworks here that'll make sense. So yeah. So let me let me put this in a framework. So so Freedom Blueprint. You're you're absolutely right. I'm not going to talk about bright shiny objects here about you know running and and jumping into something else called real estate that's going to change your life. No, this is something you can be an adjunct at the right time for the right person. So where do we start? Well, we're going to start with your primary asset, which I already said was was your practice. Your practice is your primary asset. That's where that's where you get your your current active income. And again, there's nothing wrong with having active income. That's where we all start. Uh, I I earn active income today. Uh, just because I like doing what I do, and I, so part of a measure of my value is measured by income I can make if I want to trade time for dollars. I just do it when I want to do it with whom I want to do it. That's the whole key, key thing for me. I get to do it that way. So you start by by absolutely, you know, optimizing this pillar first. If you're not there, if if, if you're building that practice, you need every dollar you can put into your practice the right way through 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 like the the tenets and pillars that Jerry Jones would show you about how to market it, how to set it up right. That's your biggest ROI. There's no question about it. that's your biggest ROI. Optimize the practice absolutely first. Now, once the practice is is you'll you'll never be perfectly optimized. There's always things you can change. But let's say you know you're running pretty well. You've got now some discretionary income, and uh, okay, you come along to to tax day today, and your CPA just told you, I'll flip back so you can see me, I'll, I'll come back. So your CPA just you know, told you to write this big freaking check that, that they didn't tell you about. You know, it's like you just blows your mind away. And they say, oh, by the way, or some financial advisor says, oh, by the way, you know, if you'd like to just not avoid paying taxes next year, let's just uh, set you up with a, a bigger 401k or cash balance plan. Now again, you, you, hear, you, hear, you hear my bias, all right? Now look, if you're doing that stuff, look, and look you're a step ahead, a miles ahead of, of everybody else. I'm just saying, when you take your money off the table, and you put it in something like a 401k or cash balance plan, guess what? That money's gone until you're 59 and a half. Gone. See you later. If you want to take it out and use it for something that has more value and higher optimization, you're going to pay a penalty, big, big whopping penalty. So be careful when you put money away just to save tax. Now, if you've optimized everything else in the world and, 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 you, and you're good, 
have at it. Have at it. Go buy whole life insurance if you want to. I don't care at that point. But most people get suckered into the stuff that people are selling just because that's how they make money, right? In Freedom Founders, the real estate that we do, I don't make a penny off of selling real estate. That's, that's a huge difference. There's promoters out there today that are selling real estate right and left because it is a hot thing today, just like the stock market's hot, like cryptocurrency is hot. They're selling real estate, but they're just selling the front end to make the freaking commission, right? They're not in for the long-term relationships. So let's get back to the rest of, of the, the framework. So you, you can probably guess what the next one is, but it's going to be capital assets. Now, why capital assets? Because this is your passive, and, and I'll, I'll put passive in quotes here. We'll talk a little bit about that. But, but this is really the multiplier. All right, so let's, let's talk about that. How's that a multiplier? When you're trading time for dollars, even if you're, you're, you're the, the, the top clinician and you're getting people to, to fly to you from all over the world, and good for you. But again, there's a ceiling on that. And again, you've got to show up every day to, to make that income. The multiplier effect is when you can start to transfer from active income over here from your practice to passive income built on capital assets. Now, capital assets are different from financial assets. Again, I'm not, if you've got financial assets, awesome, good for you. Capital assets are one of two things, basically. It's either a business or businesses, which if you're good at doing that, if you're good at with multiple businesses or practices, then you know what? That's where you should focus. The heck with real estate could be on the side. Maybe that's part of what your, your businesses are about, the real estate. But if you're like me, I don't want a whole lot more moving parts in my life. I like things simpler. So I don't want to have multiple businesses. That's just me. You may be totally different and that's cool. So why do I like real estate? Because I mean, I've grown up with real estate since I, since I was 26 and now I'm, I'm 62. So you know, that's, a, that's 38 years, right? That I've gone through the cycles and I see what real estate can do. The capital asset of real estate, if you do it right, you build it right, you leverage into it right, the, the passive income, and again, it can be as passive as you want to, uh, but passive income, you know, it, when it replaces your income or replaces some percentage of your income, just a percentage at some point, you start to have freedom. And the faster you can get to your freedom point, where again, you can, you can say, you know what, I'm working two days a week in the practice and I'm good. And the other days I'm either with my family or I'm working on the business or I'm building real estate. One of those things, one of those things or a combination thereof, when you get to that point, everything explodes. I promise you. I promise you, meaning, 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 meaning it takes off. Everything takes off. The longer we are in, in the trenches doing that work that we do, the longer it takes to get above, above water. We're treading water, treading water, treading water, doing a pretty good job. If you want to clear out, get completely above water, get to a freedom point. And again, you got to, you got to work on the debt side. Absolutely. You've got to build the, optimize the practice and you've got to learn how to multiply into capital assets, whether that's practices, multiple practices or in real estate. You pick, I I'm in real estate. So that's what I'll show you some frameworks about tonight. All right. Now the last, last piece of this is put back over here. Last piece of this is, is the, is the really important part. And this is the base. This is personal freedom. Gang, this is what it's all about. This is about, this is about your dreams. That vision, that vision that you had, and, and hopefully you haven't lost, way back when you were on the pathway to become a dentist because you wanted to, to quote, control your life. Did you not? Didn't we all know what kind of have control? Now we know with control comes, comes work and responsibility. But the problem today for most is you're in a business that is, is, is super highly regulated. It's being commoditized big time by insurance companies. Uh, the you know, corporate competition, we know what it is. Now that doesn't mean that there's a certain percentage of you, and, and I would say that the percentage 
in this group right here, because you're part of Jerry's group, the percentage of you that could, can do this is much higher than the general population. Of the general population of all the 160,000 dentists, the numbers that are going to be able to survive and thrive and maintain a more fee-for-service cash practice and, and, and put all this other crap away, it's going to be a very small percentage. But, but you, you know, if you're intentional about it, you can do that. I just want you to do it with intention. The real estate will, or, or, the, or the practice, the capital asset, that's what, if you're building that the right way, that's what gives you the freedom. And then you get to decide how active you want to be in, in, in active production, or maybe you want to get out of the industry altogether. I know plenty of people on the forums are like, truth be told, they'd be out tomorrow. I don't know who you are, but wherever you are, you have to decide how you want to do it and be intentional. Now, the biggest thing about real estate is that we all, meaning us, dentists, doctors, people who have gone through that hard education, you know, we know that we're willing to work hard enough. We wouldn't be here if we wouldn't. So, and, and, we're, and we, we know we can read and, are, and articulate and understand, you know, pretty high level concepts. So just bring on real estate, should be able to figure that out too, right? I mean, just give me enough courses, you know, send me to enough seminars and I'll figure this sucker out and I can go out and do it. That's our mantra. That's what we wear. And I'm telling you, don't do it. Don't do it that way, okay? Again, I'm not selling myself. I'm not selling Freedom Founders. I don't want you to walk in the woods into real estate and think that you can go to a weekend seminar or go find somebody who's promoting all kinds of syndications and the latest, greatest thing today because there's tons of money looking for, for yield today, stock market and in real estate. Tons of money looking for yield. We're in a bubble again, all right? Doesn't mean you can't make money. But what I tell people today is, is there's, there's, there's rock solid real estate you can get involved in. I do a lot of lending today. I'll just give you another concept. Most people think you can, only, you can only make money in real estate by owning the real estate. And that is a primary concept, owning real estate, equity, whether it's in syndication or you own one-off properties. Absolutely, that's, your, that's a leverage point. But you've got to make sure, especially in this marketplace, you're buying wholesale property with the right cash flow. That's critical. Don't ever buy on speculation. That's why people got beat up in the last downturn. You, you know, people got beat up in the stock market, obviously, but people also lost money in real estate. You're saying, yeah, David, people lost money. Absolutely, they did. Why? Because they were speculating. They were over leveraged. They were in the, in the bubble, just like people are right now. They're getting sold on crap many times at the top of the bubble. All we need is a little correction, which we're going to have some kind of correction. Jerry and I both know it. You know it. I don't know if it's this year. I don't know if it's next year. I don't know what level of correction, but we're going to have a correction. That doesn't mean that, if you, if, that you don't continue to do business, you don't continue to build the foundation, but with real estate, you buy the right real estate that cash flows, even in a correction. I've gone through four of these uh, in my lifetime, and with solid real estate, especially my, my favorite is, is single family. Now, again, you're going to say, well, you know, how, how, do you, how do you scale that, David? That's, that's a topic for another time. I'm just saying the most important thing for you to do if you want to get involved in real estate is, is it's not the what. I mean, that is important. Okay, I'm not kidding. You know, due diligence, the asset class – it's the who. The who is your most important because you're busy in practice. You need to value your time. I get so many dentists who say, you know, well, just teach me how to go do this in my backyard. Well, number one, your backyard not, might not be the best place to be doing this. You might be, you know, in Seattle, Washington or, or, or California, somewhere where, where prices are sky high. There's no cash flow return there. Those are speculative markets. So you might not even be in the best place. But secondly, how do you, how do you have the inroads to find the best deals? See, the cool thing about real estate markets is it's a very inefficient marketplace. It's very inefficient. That means inside information is okay. Well, how do you get inside information? It's who you know. So the right people can get you the right deals and then you can leverage those in, in those deals. The management piece, if you're owning equity property, is super important, super important. So much real estate is sold on the front end without, without the back end management. And it falls to crap, especially when there's a correction. It just falls to crap. Being the bank. 
So we all use banks. We've all used banks for your practice, for your house, for whatever. You know what that looks like. Uh, the bank has a lien against your property. They have a lien against your practice. That means they get first money out. <laughs> if, if you're not paying them, then they can come in and they can take it and they can sell it. Uh, it's a great position to be in. It's, it's, it's a little harder to conventionally leverage being the bank. Now you can do it with private capital, another topic for another day. But if you wanna play it safe and get into real estate and learn, learn how it works without all the moving parts and all the aspects of equity ownership and turnkey properties and managing and all that stuff, be the bank, be the bank. Secured receivables, monthly cash flow, secured by rock solid real estate and cash flowing markets with people that have track records. That's where the bulk of my real estate investing has been in the last, I would say, 36 months. And will continue to be there because I'm not out picking off equities right now. Maybe a syndication here or there if I know it's the right deal with the right person and I know exactly. But I'm really cautious right now. I want to stay relatively liquid and be able to, to turn my money back into to, to, uh, cash when the market drops because then I'll go back and I'll buy equities. Again, not me personally, but through the connections. It's all about connections because remember, when there's, a, when there's a downturn, a reset, a recession, wealth is not lost. It doesn't evaporate. It does for a lot of people, but it changes hands. It transfers. You want to be on the receiving end. It's all about positioning yourself. Got to do this in your practice too, by the way. But, but in your investments, you've got to position and be ready for that downturn. Okay, hey, David, Jerry, I want, I want to ask there, you a question. So jump in again. Yeah, um, that'll give you a chance to breathe too. Um, yeah, that's good. I, I thought I was the guy that got really excited about and passionate, but um, man, I forgot how passionate you get about this. This is exciting. Uh, so I, I have a couple of questions. One is let's clarify what syndication means and what a syndicate is. Yeah. Let's clarify sure. that. And then um, I just want to, I want to jump in on this lending topic because uh, like you, I've been lending for about the last four, three and a half, four years, somewhere yeah. in that range. Um, and it's one of my favorite things to do. And I don't want to cloud the, uh, you know, cloud this, um, this webinar, if you will, but I want to I, I want to let folks know the possibilities on this thing. So, um, and I've got nothing to sell. This is information I'm sharing. So, when you know the right places to place your retirement investment income. So, let's say you have a 401k. There are ways you can you can move that 401k into a SEP IRA. There are ways you can move a SEP IRA into a Roth IRA, which is highly highly advantageous. Um, you can take then the money that you have in, in your Roth IRA or in your SEP IRA, and you can make person you can you can make loans to individuals or companies uh, secured by real estate. And what happens in a Roth IRA when you make a when you you know when your Roth IRA makes a loan? Let's say my Roth IRA makes a loan to David. My Roth IRA, the income that it generates from the interest is tax free forever. Forever, it's tax free going in, it's tax free coming out. That means it's like, so if I'm earning 12% a year on the investment that David, that I have with David, the loan I made, my IRA makes to David, that's more like 16, 17% because there are no taxes involved. So this is the kind of lending that David and I do where we're, we're using, we're leveraging our retirement assets in a very fairly doggone safe way. It beats the hell out of Wall Street in the day of the week because we actually have an asset that is backing the loan, which to me is just like, ah, I, you know, I can't do enough of it. I mean, it's, it is just yeah. like the, for me, it's the thing. Uh, I love it, especially in a market like we're in right now, just like you said. So when you're talking about the, you know, the, the, this bubble, I mean, you talk about a bubble, Oregon, Seattle, Seattle's got some of the highest home prices in the nation right now. Rent in my little town of Salem, Oregon, the capital city of, of Oregon, is just skyrocketing. I, I mean, it's gone up seven, eight percent in a year. The rent rental rates 
And so now people are flocking to single family homes and the, you know, the prices are going up. Anyway, this stuff's all going to come to a crazy halt here anytime. And that's when David is saying, that's when you take the money that you've been lending, right? That's now sitting in your IRA because you've been paid back. That's when you can go pick off some great bargains or equities as David calls them, some great bargains in any number of areas. So anyway, I, I just, I, I wanted to back you up on that because yeah. to me, that's just like, I, that's my favorite thing in the world is making loans out of my Roth IRA. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, super. All right. So yes, first about syndications. Let's just touch on syndications. So a syndication, there's syndications and then there are what are called blind pool funds. And I invest in both. And again, it comes down to, to the person first, the operator, if you will. That's the due diligence on the, the who. So, so critical, folks. I can't tell you enough about that's important. Don't let someone sh shine something in your face and go, hey, we've got this great, you know, uh, mobile home park or this great self-storage or this uh, multifamily. Again, there's so much money looking for deals. But syndication is where, where, where you're putting money together with other people, typically in an LLC that's managed by, by an operator, right? And you're, you're, you're all members. Uh, and then that, that, that syndication, that LLC goes and it's going to purchase one property, you know, a larger property, you know, commercial, multifamily, something like that. And, and that, that's a syndication, all right? So it's focused on one identified property that, you know, everybody gets to, to learn about, know what, what the ins and outs are, what's, what's the value play here? We're buying, we're buying this property at a certain cap rate, we won't get all that, but you know, here's the value play, here's, here's the projections. And you need to know a little bit about real estate or have somebody that can look over your shoulder and, and say, is, is, is this make sense? Is this, is this bear true uh, if, if the operator is a good operator? A blind pool, on the other hand, is, is, a, is like a fund, again, where, where you can put money in and buy shares, uh, and then they can be set up with, uh, again, uh, they, they, they will invest, the, the fund will invest in different assets in real estate. Again, it can be relative, relatively wide open, uh, or sometimes it's, it's just in, in, in notes receivable, sometimes it's gonna focus in just like multifamily, uh, but it gives the fund manager uh, some leeway, discretion to buy multiple assets in this fund and create the the income, the cash flow, and the profit, then to give returns, and, and the returns are usually set up on a on a on a preferred basis, meaning the the member shares, the individual investors are going to get some kind of preferred return. In other words, first money out, and then a split of additional profits, and that's all laid out in agreement. So those are the difference between syndication and fund. And I do some of both. And then also, as Jerry was talking about, I do a lot of single, what I call one-off lending. One-off means one investor, one secured asset. So what I love to do, and Jerry is absolutely right, um, this is a great place for your, your self-directed, self is the key, self-directed and, and retirement plan. That's why if you've got, that's why I hate 401ks that are, that are built off the office and, you, and you, can't, you can't be micromanaging those. That's a fiduciary relationship. You've got to have a money manager. They're going to put those in stocks, bonds, and whatever they think. But if you, can, if you set up a plan or you terminate an existing plan, roll it into one that you can self-direct, or, or Roth IRA or traditional, whatever you've got, HSA, health savings account, all those can be self-directed. Now you've got the opportunity to take those funds and you, now you can buy equity real estate, another story for another day, but, but what Jerry and I are talking about is lending that money, just like a bank on a secured basis, all the same kind of paperwork, lien position, promissory note, security you know, agreement in place. The, and as I said, the, the nice thing about lending money is the due diligence, meaning on both the operator, the borrower in this case, who's borrowing the money, and on the asset is, is the same as you would be going through if you were gonna buy a rental property. So, but with a lot less moving parts and a bigger safety margin, here's why. When you're going to lend money, you can easily get a full-blown appraisal, and especially on a single family house, I mean, appraisals are easy. You can get what's called a BPO or a broker's price opinion, which is gonna be pretty darn close to appraisal. The point being, I never lend more than 75% of the value of that asset. 
So I've got a 25% margin, equity margin. So if something happens, if worst case happens, and that borrower just totally flakes out, I can take the asset. And with, with and people say, well, yeah, but I'm not lending money because I don't want the asset. I get it, I get it. So again, if you're connected, which you should be connected, you can wholesale that asset very quickly. Now, knock on wood, in an up, up market, if you're choosing the right borrower, in other words, the person you're gonna lend money to, uh, not, not a newbie, not your, not, not, not uh, Aunt Emma, <laughs> okay, don't do this with family. You or can't with your IRA anyway, it's, it's prohibited. Uh, you know, don't do this with a newbie, but I'm talking about people that have tra serious track records. Again, we, I do a whole series on due diligence, so I'm just touching, but, but people with track records, you know, that know what they're doing. They've been through, been through the last downturn. They, they, they understand the game. They understand the market we're in. And you keep your, your margin of safety at no more than 75% investment to the value, the total value of that property. You know, very little can go, go, go wrong. Um, and, and then you, then you can spread your spread spread it out over several people with different asset assets, but the the returns you get um, can be very very good. Why why do people need money from the banks if their business is so good, Jerry? Well, it's because the banks don't play. The banks the banks are slow. The banks are really slow. See, when people are buying quick deals, good deals, they're lead generating, just like Jerry teaches you how to lead generate for, for patients through different media channels. The people I do business with that I bring to Freedom Founders are big time. You talk about direct mail, Jerry, massive 40, 50,000 pieces a month. Is that some serious direct mail? Serious. Now they do PPC, all kinds of stuff. They'll do Facebook. But the point is they're lead generating just like Jerry teaches you to do to get patients. You don't just go for one channel. Bam, 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 bam. These guys are serious. So they're, 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 they're pulling needles out of the haystack in this market right now because that's what they have to do. Um, when there's a downturn, you can pull, pull, pull good deals off like, like low-hanging fruit. Right now, it's a different game. So you got to be connected to people that can do that. They've got a track record. But the problem is they can't go to the banks, even though the banks on long-term fixed-rate mortgages today are, you know, 5%. I mean, that's killer. But guess what? You, you, can't, you don't have time to go to the bank. So they'd rather pay us, you know, a multiple of that because they've got enough profit in the deal and everybody's a winner because they couldn't do the velocity of deals. Now, they can always refinance out later if, if it's a property they want to keep long-term. But to, get, to, to acquire a property quickly from a motivated seller, and then to do the rehab, they want quick money. And they'll pay, you know, 10% plus all day long. Um, and, and, that's, and that's the game with self-directed retirement accounts. That's what I think the game is um, today in that, in that regard. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, perfect sense. And yeah, I mean, that's not uncommon. Like I have terms, you know, when I do loans, it's 12. Uh, I do uh, 12. Some points. Three, uh, three and 12. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I do three points up front. So if it's $100,000 loan, I get a $3,000 loan yep. fee and then I get 1% a month, 12% interest. Yep. So actually it's 15% if they hold it for a year. It's a very good return on a hundred grand. You're making 15 grand like that. And the, cool thing, and the nice thing about, about a, a note receivable, Jerry, is, is that it's, it's very negotiable, meaning that even if you haven't been paid off yet, you know, if you, if you brought that note to me or somebody in Freedom Founders and said, hey, you know, I'd like to cash this out because I, I got something better to do with the money, guess what? You'd have willing buyers just go bam. And, and so you could liquidate that note very, very quickly. That's another key to real estate. A lot of people say, well, I don't want to get involved in real estate because it's not liquid. Well, it's not liquid if, you have, if you're using conventional financing and everything you do is through the banks. Yeah, it's not liquid. But if you, if you develop a financial friends network, which I think is the key to everything in life. So I think that's the key. That's, that's where my insurance policy is, is I've got people that, that would, would bail me out or provide funds for me in a heartbeat. I mean, if I call David Block right now, you know, and he's smiling, but you know what, if I had, if I had some, some security, David Block would write a check, you know, for me to give him some kind of participation return because that's the kind of community we build. That's what it's yeah. about. Yeah. 
Well, let's get some. Uh, let's talk about some of the case studies you have. I mean, I know you've you've worked, for example, with one of uh, one of my long term members. I mean, long long term members, John Harrison, and John's done just yeah. phenomenally well with uh, Freedom Founders. I, I don't know if he's one of your case studies, but uh, and there's other guys. Uh, I could name a few others. Um, but you said you you wanted to share a couple of case studies. So can we get in a couple of those? Yeah, yeah. So so I'm I'm not you know I'm I'm not gonna sh- I've got John's I've got John's spreadsheets um and I could show those real quick like because you could you couldn't read them because because there's because they're because they're 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 so they're so full of, of deal flow. In fact, oh you know what I was talking the other day so so I've got them right here. So anyway, uh, so so John Harrison he won't mind me telling the story. He and his wife Jeannie came to Dallas four years ago, uh, and he tells the story today that you know he he said he said you know I put my wife through MLM and all this other you know, stuff, right? Trying to find the passive revenue streams, which, which is a good thing to do. But uh, he lost money in the 2008 downturn because he was hooked up in some commercial stuff that was, you know, up here and, and created on him. But he said to Jeannie, he said, look, I don't know, there's something about this. I, we just got to give this one more try. And he came to our meeting and literally he sat near the exit door <laughs> with his arms folded back like this. <laughs> back in his chair he, he was he wasn't he wasn't arrogant john is right. not you know but it was still it was you know and i get it it was like okay i flew all the way down here david you make some big promises about how you guys do real estate prove it yeah prove it you know and i get it you know and, and, and anybody thinking about doing anything that's outside your wheelhouse yeah you should you should go with the same attitude all right i'm interested but prove it so one of the one of the one of the, one of the, one of the best things we do is you know social proof because uh, we've got a lot of members that have been successful. So, so Harrison, Harrison didn't have any real estate at that time. He had, you know, he had, he had stuff that was in, in stocks, bonds, and movies. But um, I was just talking to him the other day about his portfolio. So, see, you can't read that, so you don't know what his numbers are. But this is just one page. The, this every line item in here is either an equity deal or it's it's a it's a secured lending deal. That's page one. There's there's page two. All right, I'm just I'm showing you what John Harrison. There's uh that's page four. There's page four. He's got five pages of spreadsheets. He has done like, and, and he's also the cool thing is he's also included his, his, um, his older kids. He's got, he's got two kids, uh, James and Angie, who are respectively 32 and 30. So he, so we invite our members to bring their adult kids because we want them to be indoctrinated in our stuff, not what they're getting in school. So he brings his kids and guess what? He's got them in the game too. So he's got his family doing deals in real estate. Bottom line, bottom line, uh, it was it was it was two two years ago, year and a half ago. Let's call it a, yeah, I think it was a year and a half ago. So John and Jeannie came down for the one on one day with me. They've been in Freedom Founders about a year and a half, and they and, he, and to John's credit, he he waited about two meetings, and then he got going. And I here's what I told him. I said, John, I'm gonna you're gonna get to meet organically. We don't do any pitching of real estate in our meetings. There's no pitching. No, you won't get anything pitched from the room. It's all organic case studies, due diligence. You meet the people that I vet and, and we curate the deals, but then you make your deals one-on-one. I don't sell any real estate. So I said, John, the thing you need to do is you need to, to, to choose some of the people here, some of the new turnkey, some of them will give you lending deals, and you need to take the time to go visit them because I've already done it. I know who these people are, but I said, you need to do it. You need to go meet them and their people on their home turf and see what they're about. And then obviously also talk to other people in our group that have done business with them. That's, that's your best way. You know, I'll do my very best without guarantees of bringing good people. And he did that. And he thanks me today over and over. Thank you for telling me to do that, David. Best thing we ever did because we, we, we learned what to look for, what to ask for, and we have real relationships with people. 
So fast forward, you know, a year and a half ago, they come down and we're whiteboarding out all of, all of his, his cash flow, right? All of his equities. And when we finally put it all together, at the end, it's like, okay, here's what your, here's what your passive cash flow is. And, and it's not, it's not self-liquidating. It's, it, you know, you're not, in other words, you're not eating into all your cash flow. It's building. You can sell the practice. Guess what he did? He put the practice on the market and sold it six months later. He and GD were going to hold on to this practice, you know, the, the, the engine that drove their whole life and they worked in it together, Gina hygienist and also worked front desk, John solo practitioner, very good practitioner, but, but, you know, typical smaller solo practice in, in Michigan. And, and, and they were able to look at each other that day, look each other in the eyes and say, guess what? We could throw the keys to the practice in the bushes and not even worry about it. We're that, we're that good. And of course they did sell the practice. Uh, and he's still, he's selling the building right now. He sold the practice to another doctor who, who merged, merged his practice. You know, it all is working out. But the cool thing is, is, you know, John is now such a testimonial for the group that, that he's, he's one of our, our, our top leaders in the group. I mean, we love to empower leaders because he wants a next. And so now he is helping me to teach and onboard new people as they come on to, to show them the ropes. How do you get in? How do you fast track this real estate so you don't take your eye off the ball of your practice, which is so important. So right. important to do. So, 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 so John, John's a huge one. Yeah. We, have, we have a concept in, in, in Freedom Founders that's called Free for Life. And, and it's, it's by application. So you come to Freedom, Freedom Founders, you, have, you, set, you set the definition for what freedom is to you. It doesn't mean you have to sell your practice, by the way, but it means you could, you could walk away. So it's, it's an application process that was reviewed by, by a whole committee. It's not just me. Uh, we've got a, a CPA on board. So, so it, it's committee. John Harrison's on that committee also, by the way. And, and we've let four people, including John Harrison, through to Free for Life. Free for Life means you get to stay a part of our community for no additional investment as long as you want to, but you have to serve in some capacity. You've got to give back. It's a very cool way to keep leaders in our group. They, they, they empower, they bring their kids, but also they're giving back so we can spread the word and can leverage what I bring, which is really connections. I, I mean, I just, my whole job in life, Jerry, is like what you do, is, is, is be out there and curate the best ideas, in this case, the best real estate and bring it under house so we can teach people the right way to do this if it's something they want to do. Yeah. Um, any other case studies um, any, or any, any recent guys that have just, or gals that have, uh, that have started? Yeah. So, uh, so, 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 so Dr. Dr. Eric, Eric Shelley, he's uh, from, from outside of Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Um, Eric, Eric, Eric had started, Eric had already done some stuff in real estate in some, some apartment complexes when he found us. And he admits to, you know, to doing what I tell people to do, not to do. And that is, you know, he went and was doing it himself. Now, Eric, like, like, pretty much everybody we know, high achiever, you know, he's not going to get knocked down, but you know, he goes, that was the wrong way to do it. I mean, I don't think he lost, he lost money, but he lost time. He got frustrated sure. because again, you know, he was trying to do management and all this crap that normally we would try to do. So anyway, he jumped on board and, and, and now the cool thing about Eric, his wife, also a dentist in the practice, um, Eric had sold half of his practice to his partner um, a few years back. So he still had a 50% interest and his, his goal was in seven years, he would probably sell the rest of it. Well, he got in Freedom Founders and started getting going. His wife, Margaret, never came, but she's just, she basically gave him the okay, which is pretty cool because a lot of spouses wouldn't do that, right? She trusted him, right? <laughs> so Eric's, Eric's, Eric's cranking away. He comes down for his one day. He brings Margaret. I said, awesome. You're actually bringing, I get to meet Margaret, okay? So Margaret is very skeptical. She's coming along. You can see, like, I don't really want to be here. She loves horse riding. So I really don't want to be here, but I came with Eric because I figured I better see what's going on here. So as soon as I, I, I talked to Margaret, I said, Margaret, what do, you, what do you want in life? 
She goes, I want to be retired so I can go ride my horses and go around the country with, with my horses in tow. I mean, that's what she loves to do. So that day we figured out the formula to, to get her free and retired. And as soon as we pegged the date, the date, April of that year, like about four months later, she was the happiest camper ever. And Eric was right on board. He goes, yeah, absolutely. When we looked at all the numbers, what he was doing, it was good. And then, and, and then, then within the next year, Eric sold the rest of his practice. Now he just stays on as, as a former owner, as associate, you know, totally stress-free because he's, because he still likes to do, do dentistry on a certain basis. But again, he's a go-getter. He's one of the captains, you know, on our, on our, on our, on our, in our group that is again, loves to teach and help the others. Um, everybody moves at their, at their own pace. And again, I'm, I've, I've mentioned a couple case studies, obviously of, of doctors who are Eric in his early fifties, um, John Harrison in his early sixties. Now we've got younger members and obviously they're not going to turn it loose and be done in two years. Okay. Because these guys had capital assets. They just had to redeploy them to get the confidence. They had the sustainable cash flow to let them go free. That was the whole key for them and the key for the other people, people that are more mid career or maybe even some of the younger docs, we definitely make them focus on their practice. We set milestones. You get to hear and hear your practice. You go work with people like Jerry Jones and get this things done. And then we'll let you start in real estate. We're very careful about not letting people in until it's the right time for them because we want them to be able to, to implement, to leverage what we've got and, it, and, and it's the right time and the right place for everybody. So we're, we're careful, but I want to spread the word, Jerry, and, and I just appreciate you letting me come on tonight and spread the word so people can at least be thinking a little bit differently about their life and be more intentional, whatever direction they like to go, you know, they want to go, right? Yeah, yep, exactly. Well, and you know, it, it doesn't, there's a saying, I don't remember where this came from or where I've seen it, but there's a saying that goes, uh, it doesn't matter when you start, just that you start. Um, and, you know, we all know we, you know, that there is a, t- there is a definitive timeline for working in a practice. Um, and I got to tell you, I've never worked, at, I've never done a day of dentistry in my life, but for the last 15 and a half years, I've owned a dental office. And I know firsthand the stress that goes with the ownership side. I can't speak to clinical. I can only imagine it compounds. Uh, from from the stress, at least, of just doing the dentistry. But from the ownership perspective, man, I get it. And there is a timeline that that, that we all have, whether it's as an owner of a business or if it's uh, the clinical practice of dentistry. You can't do it forever. You just can't. Your eyes go bad. You know, your back hurts. Your body aches. You can't see as well. No matter what kind of loops you buy, you just, you know, the dexterity decreases. And at some point, you know, while, while your clinical skills may wane just through nature, that doesn't mean you stop. That doesn't mean you give up. That doesn't mean there isn't something else where you can bring value to not just your life, but the lives of others. Um, and, and so to me, I mean, you know, I brought my dad into the real estate investing world after he'd retired, you know, he had left a job as a mechanic. I mean, heavy equipment, diesel mechanic, you know, hammering his knuckles and being on his knees and, and feet all day long. So, I mean, I get that. I, that's hard work. So it, it can happen anytime. So speaking of anytime, David, what do folks do that are in their forties, fifties and sixties that are that, you know, I mean, a guy that's in his forties literally can be saying right now, man, I can't wait to be done with this. Um, and then there's other guys that are in their sixties that are lying to themselves that are saying, I can't wait to be done with, or there are, they're saying, you know, I, I can do this for another 10 years. Well, the reality is it's probably not the best, you know, it's probably not the best horse to be betting on. So what do these folks do to make up for lost time? You know, leverage is the key to everything in life, not just financial leverage, but obviously you talk about in our practices, everything we do, we need to leverage, you know, in a win-win relationship, obviously the, the skill set, the time abilities of other people. I mean, dentists are particularly, and I was too, particularly bad about that, you know, trying to control everything just in the practice in, in a financial sense. 
and I and again, there's probably some people who just love Dave Ramsey, and I, I think Dave Ramsey's really great for the masses, you know, people who have no clue about how to balance a, a checkbook or have no idea how to use credit. Uh, but 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 Dave speaks to that group very very focused. When he says, you know, get out of debt, never use debt. I'm, I mean, he's talking to people that don't shouldn't be in debt, right? But I'm yep. telling you, well, let's look this way. Most most of the people, especially the younger people, uh, with this tonight wouldn't be dentists today if they hadn't used some debt or student loan. And some people say, oh my gosh, you know, it's terrible. But you know what? If it's an education you're investing in yourself, then that's what I call good debt. If you are investing in a practice, the right time, the right practice opportunity, of course, uh, and you're, you know, that debt to go into practice should be a very, very good return on your investment. Okay, with real estate, if you need to make up for lost time, you know, leverage, is the fast way to do it. Now you've got to do it the right way. You know, again, the, 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 the benefit today is that with good cash flowing capital assets, you know, the fixed rate long-term mortgages that are subsidized by Freddie and Fannie, Freddie Mac and Fannie, Fannie Mae, government subsidized, those, those fixed rate loans, those are golden. Uh, golden today because you can acquire a lot more assets, you know, with, with less of your money. That's, that's what leverage is about, right? But also I'm just saying that in five years, 10 years, certainly 15 years down the road, those fixed rate loans at around 5% today are gonna to look like, like diamonds, look like gold. Why? Because, because the purchasing power of the dollar you know, is gonna go down. Your assets will stay with it. Your, 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 your asset value and your cash flow from those assets will go up. You're now paying off that debt you took on like this year, next year, with, with dollars that are, are, are much, have much less value. You are shorting the US dollar. What a game to play. But you know what? That's what we have to do. Because if you look at the biggest debtor out there right today, it's the US government. Well, figure it out, folks. If they're the biggest debtor, are they gonna do things that are gonna make it bad for debtors? No, I mean, I mean to some extent, they can't control everything. But look where they've kept interest rates for the last you know, 10 years. Why? You know, be, because number one, they were trying to jumpstart the economy. Number two, we're piling on debt like, like there's no end to, to it tomorrow. And, and so the government's gonna have to inflate. They're gonna have to inflate. So you better jump into some assets that, that will ride with inflation. Uh, gold and silver, yeah, great. But you know what, there's no leverage there. There's no cash flow. So, you know, you know again, different buckets, right, for everybody. To me, real estate or, or, or an ongoing business that you're, that you're cranking, I mean, to, to the best things that you can have, you know, for, for your security and your, and your long term. I just like real estate because, because as, as I get further down the pipeline, I'll have less involved in equities and more in what we talked about earlier, lending, because I can be anywhere in the world and my lending operation is intact. I mean, I can do everything today from a laptop, right? Uh, and my money just yeah. keeps generating. It's just, you know, again, because I have connections. I've got deal flow just coming across my, 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 my wire, you know, every day, every week. I mean, I, I can do all I want to do. It's all about connection. It is all about connection. Yeah. Well, uh, Dave, we got uh, we got a number of folks here um, that are probably thinking, well, uh, you know, this sounds like something I at least ought to like take a peek at. I ought to investigate. And um, I mean, I, I remember going to my very first real estate seminar. I thought I'd I'd found like you know the 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 answer to everything that ailed me. And I'll tell you, it's been one of those. It's been a journey of, I mean, just unbelievable proportions since then. Um, and I know, like you said, you're not, you're not a guy that's running around selling uh, shiny widgets and you're not selling, um, you know, you're not selling people to, you know, attend a series of 900 seminars and all that kind of stuff. Um, what, what does somebody, when, you know, when they say, Hey, uh, I want to check this out. What does the process look like? Where do they go? How do they start? What does, what does all this mean? I mean, cause you're sitting here and you're telling a great story and that's one I, I buy into because I'm living it. Um, 
but you know, for the, a lot of these folks that are on our webinar, they don't have the slightest idea what to do next, where to go, or who to trust, or who, you know how to investigate this. They don't know anything about it, but they're, they're, they should be curious. Yeah, you know, again, there's different time and different place for everybody. But if I can at least, you know, incite people to be thinking and give you some some place to go initially. So, one thing that we want to do for anybody who that was with with the webinar your group tonight, Jerry, is it, we'll, we'll send you. And again, no shipping or, or handling charge, totally free. You know, one of my books from high income to high net worth, where I lay out the premise of how I use capital assets, real estate. Uh, and we talk about the different models, equity models, you know, lending models in that book. It's a relatively easy read, but it sets the premise. And you can get that by just going to our, our main website, which is another place where you can go for next, next action. But go to freedomfounders.com. So it's freedomfounders.com forward slash book offer. Freedomfounders.com forward slash book offer. And, and, and just put your information in and, and our team will send you out the book. No shipping, handling, no credit card, nothing. Okay, just, just put it there. Um, yeah, you can put that up there for us, Jerry. Uh, on the same website, um, if there's somebody that's listening tonight and goes, you know what, I'm, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm one of those people who I do have my practice running pretty well. I've got, I've got investments and capital assets in different places. Maybe I've done a little real estate. Maybe I, I haven't, but I'd, I'd like to learn more. You know, there is a way to come to one of our mastermind meetings, which we do quarterly in Dallas, as a guest. And again, it's it's, it's as a guest, uh, truly as a guest. You know, in fact, it, we do more of a push away to people. But if you want to come, there's, there's, a, there's a very small investment to come, but you come as a full out guest, you participate full out. And then after the, at the end of that meeting, we both decide, you know, is there a reason for you? To, is this a good place for you to be? If not now, maybe later. But that's, a, that's a, so you, you make a little investment to, to come to Dallas for a three day meeting and you get to meet all the other people and, and really see, okay, what's really going on here? And that's, and that's the best way. Uh, other ways, other ways would be um, the podcast I do. So I, I get people like Jerry and real estate people. My podcast, Jerry, just like you do, I try to bring really good people. So it's the Freedom uh, Dennis Freedom Blueprint podcast. So DennisFreedomBlueprint.com. You can find it on iTunes or Stitcher. That's a great place if you just want to go there. And, and we have transcripts there. So if you if you like me, sometimes you just you want to read and don't have time to listen. Uh, but you can pull. I got a lot of real estate stuff there, so you can pull that down. I do a lot of webinars, just open webinars. Uh, so if you, you know, jump in and if you don't mind, you know, opting, opting into to our list, again, you can always unsubscribe if you, if you get tired of stuff, we won't, we won't pummel you, but I'll, I'll be doing a webinar next week uh, on the 26th, um, that's like Thursday next week, with one of our members, uh, a, a case study, which I'll go really deep on, who used the maximum, who's used the maximum leverage, what we call the active turnkey model. So we've piqued your interest a little bit tonight with lending and equity, you know, I'll show you with, with, and I'll bring, bring this doctor on, and I'll also bring uh, the mortgage broker on who handles the mortgage, and we'll go in the nuts and bolts of, of how the active turnkey models, where you can really maximum leverage, but after debt service, expense, all expenses, maintenance, repair, tax, and insurance, you get your cash flowing in these properties by a minimum of $300 per month with minimum amounts in. I, and I know it sounds like it can't be done, but again, right market, right structure, it's doable. And that's, you asked me earlier, you know, how do you make up for lost time? It is with leverage. And this doctor, We'll show you his numbers then because he'll be there. I won't share them now, but, but he'll be on. But he's, he's taken a relatively small amount of money, like about a quarter of a million dollars, about 250000 And he's controlling, I think, somewhere around, I don't, I don't want to mislead people. I think it's close to $4 million. I'll have, we'll have the numbers there. But he's controlling a lot of real estate with a lot of cash, about $8,000 per month passive cash flow. Get, look at the return on that, that, that money. So, so $96,000 uh, divided by 250000 give or take. That's, that's, a, that's a massive ROI. And I know people go, yeah, okay, this, this, guy, this guy is very, very conservative. His wife's a vet. 
when they first came to Freedom Founders, like everybody else, it's like, okay, we're going to take our time. We're going to take all this in. We're going to breathe a little bit. You know, once he got in and figured out the model and we showed him, you know what? Yeah. Two record service people, they went to town. And so he's, he's cranking. Now, he's not ready to get out of practice. He's still a relatively younger guy, probably close to 40-ish with two teenage young, young teenage boys. But you know what? They got it going. They got it going. That's awesome. Questions. Yeah, let's take some questions. Um, yeah. So, what I would encourage folks to do, um, and and unfortunately, if you're on the, if you're joining us by telephone, um, it's it's rather challenging for me to do this. And so, uh, I'm going to go through. I'm going to take my time on this, and I want to go through because if you got a question, I'd love to have you ask it. Um, but first, before I get to questions, uh, I want to make sure that for those listening, uh, you get the email, or I'm sorry, the the website address to get David's free book. And again, no shipping and handling. It's just it's his free book. Um, go to freedomfounders.com forward slash book dash offer. So it's freedomfounders.com forward slash book dash offer. Um, and and uh, go there and, and request your book. Um, and I would also encourage you, I've been to David's events many times. I'm scheduled to attend another one this year. I would encourage you, I've been to him as a, as a, as a guest speaker. Uh, I, I get, I get a lot of them. I get a lot out of them. And as a guest speaker, I almost feel guilty um, <laughs> for what I get out of it. Um, going there to, uh, to deliver a message of my own. And then I get, end up getting a ton out of it. So um, I got to tell you, these, his, uh, his events are awesome. And, and you won't find another uh, individual more giving than David when it comes to these topics. Um, okay, so I'm going to go through here. And, and I've got a gentleman calling from the 330 area code. So I'm going to unmute you just for a brief moment. And if you have a question, um, please, uh, please chime in. Again, you're calling from the, looks like the 330 area code. So if that's you, um, chime in and I'll give you a second. Nope. Okay. All right. So no questions there. So I'll go on. I have another gentleman from the 678 area code. Um, I'll go ahead and uh, uh, looks like, uh -huh. Shoot, I lost my ability to unmute him. There it is. Um, I'm gonna unmute the gentleman or, or lady calling from the 678 area code. So feel free to ask a question if you have one. Okay, no question there. I apologize, David, we'll keep going. We have, a, right. we have someone calling from the 707 area code. Uh, and again, I can't see you guys, I can only, I can only hear. So if you have a question, the, the, the person that's with us from the 707 area code, feel free to uh, ask your question. Okay, uh, nobody from the 707. Oh, there we go, go ahead. I can, yeah. Sorry about that. Unfortunately, I uh, unforeseeably ended up kind of late on this uh, cast. Um, although uh, once I started listening to it, I was kicking myself even harder for not being there at the beginning because <laughs> Real estate has always been a passion of mine, and I've I've messed it up more times than I can say, um, but uh, I I'm so passionate about it. Um, I I just turned sixty, um, and uh, I, I went through a couple of unfortunate things to where I literally lost pretty much all my assets except my dental practice, and um, I'm back up to about a million dollars in you know as far as my four hundred one k and all that sort of thing. Um, in the, just the last few years, but it's a struggle because I'm taking all my income and throwing it at that medium. And it's just hard to stack up enough money to really feel like that I can, you know, retire at any particular point in time. And I've, I've always felt like the leveraging real estate was the best thing to do, but just totally lost 
in, uh, in not wanting to make a big mistake at this point in time. I'd rather follow in somebody else's footsteps than, than, uh, than, than forge my own. So my question basically is, um, you, you know, how do, how do I, how do I find, you know, a really great mentor to help, you know, lead me through this thing because it's, it really is the direction that I want to go. I'm going to, I'm going to chime in first, David, and only because um, your experience resembles mine. Um, I, uh, in 2008, I had to file bankruptcy myself and um, I had to start over with uh, absolutely nothing. And I had a dental office like you. Um, fortunately, my business, I maintained it, um, but I had to start over as well. So I, I can appreciate personally the struggle that you've been through um, emotionally for certain and, and certainly just from the financial aspect. Um, I'll give you the advice that was given to me. Find someone who's doing what you want to do and, and follow in their footsteps. Uh, hitch your wagon to someone that is doing what you want to do. And I think I got, I think I got that guy here with us tonight. Um, so uh, that's my suggestion. Um, you know, get David's book and get your butt to Dallas as fast as you can. Again, that's my suggestion. I'm biased, you know, um, David, what would you, what kind of, you may have a different uh, set of advice for this gentleman, but that's, that's my own personal thoughts anyway. Well, I, I, I'm biased too. And I can appreciate too, um, you know, having the losses. Uh, I didn't tell my story tonight, but uh, uh, I, I have a daughter who um, went through a lot of health issues. Uh, the biggest one, a liver transplant when she was 12 years old. And that was about 14 years ago, which is why, really why I sold my practice and just it, but unfortunately, I had the real estate, but I also went through a divorce. So that's not losing everything. Uh, but that was that, that's cutting everything in half. Right. Uh, and then right. also pay off a lot of a lot of debt that I you know didn't didn't anticipate paying off. And then then by golly, somehow I, I thought I was smart enough to sell my practice back when after I decided to do so and carry paper just because I was so good at doing that with real estate. Right. And I was so such a motivated seller. I, I, I carried paper from the wrong person. So I had, I had that beast to take back over and redo again. That, again, I didn't lose everything, but I, I, I lost a lot of time and frustration. So I understand battling back and, and who has it or, or who won't have to battle back at some point. So number one, I, pl I applaud you for, for, for coming back and, you know, and plugging away as hard as you have to get, you know, a million dollars back in the 401k. Yeah, I, I'm biased. Um, if, if real estate is really something you want to do and 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 do it well, and as you said, not not take a take a take some big loss again, because I'm very conservative, and and my my docs will tell you, I tell them every meeting so for the last two years, I've told them we're at the top of the market cycle. Now, is it crested or broken yet? No, it hasn't. But I'm very very uh, dictatorial about about not speculating, and I don't let people in our room that do that. Yeah, the best thing you could do, if it's really something you want to do, is is go through our go through that the application on the website. Uh, there's an application, you'll you, short online application. You'll get to schedule a call with John Harrison, the guy we were talking to. If you were on the call uh, with us a few minutes ago, John Harrison, who was one of the guys who went through that was a big skeptic. You talk to him. He'll do ask you a few more questions, you know, and, and to make sure you know you're not wasting your time. Uh, but if it looks like good, you know, you ought to come for one of our meetings as, as one of as a guest. That's where you can really decide, you know, very, very upfront. We both can because you'll get to be in the room uh, and talk to other people. And is, is this a good place for you to be now? Or, or is it a good place for you to be in six months? You know, we can decide that then. Best way for you to do that is just come to one of the meetings, you know, go through the process and, uh, you know, love to, love to give you that opportunity. Thank you. And I appreciate your question. I really do appreciate your question of being on here tonight. Um, good. Okay. Um, so uh, uh, I'm going to go through here. We've got... Um, Alan Griffith, uh, Alan, do you have a question for us? I can actually. 
You're good to go, Alan. I've got All right, the, Alan's I've good. Got, got it. Okay. All right. Um, and we've got, uh, let's see, a few others that are joining us here by video. Um, <clears throat> Kevin Dyer, uh, just go ahead and give me a wave if you want to, if you have a question, Kevin, I'd be happy to unmute you here. All right. No question from Kevin. Uh, how about James Smithson? James, you got a question for us. No question from James. Okay. Rand Johnson, I see the ceiling in your office. Um, <laughs> I'll assume we don't have a question from Rand. Oh, there, uh, he there he is. Hey, Rand, do you have a question for us? Let me, let me unmute you. Let me unmute you here, Rand, just a moment. All right. Uh, go ahead. I can't hear you. Hold on one moment. I apologize, Rand. For some reason, we're not able to get your audio through. Uh, Rand, so if you could, I'd love to have you just post your question there if you've got one uh, in our chat box on the right, and I'd be happy to uh, relay that to David. For some reason, we're not able to grab your audio. Okay, all right, gotcha. Okay, um, any other folks? Uh, uh, I do have a question here that was emailed to me. This is, uh, here's, a, here's a question from one of our uh, listeners tonight. My concern is the reduction in return on investments in real estate. Where do you think it will level off? David, consult that crystal ball and tell us where do you think. Yeah, re reduction, redu reduction in return. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's a relative um, statement to make. Uh, it depends on, depends on where you're investing. If you're going for, you know, class A office or other type of commercial projects, yeah, cap rates have come way down, meaning there's, you know, there's so many dollars chasing a yield that, that you know, big projects like that, you read the media. Yeah, yeah, returns have come down. I, I mean, I, I don't invest in that stuff. For one, that's just not my asset class. Number two, it's really hard to find a good deal there. I mean, big pension plans are the ones that invest in that stuff because they're not looking for, you know, bigger returns. I mean, 4%, 5% and they're, they're happy. They're happy as a lark, right? Um, so, so again, it's, it's your network. It's your access to people who, what I call are boots on the ground. Boots on the ground, the ones that are, that are, that are actually generating the, the deal flow, whether it's in, in commercial, multifamily, uh, mobile home, self-storage, um, senior living, uh, or, or just single family which again is my bread and butter. I mean, that's, that's, I love single family because it's, it's, it's so, it's so easy to, to evaluate um, it, and, and everybody needs a roof over the head. It's just, you know, it, it's giving so, so much flexibility. So in those, in those, in those segments, you know, I'm, I'm not, and our people aren't taking a reduction in return. Um, it's, it's there. So it just depends on, on the asset class or where you're probably getting your, your info from the, the major media outlets. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Any other questions? I've, uh, I've, I've set, uh, we have this chat box. So if you uh, look at the bottom of your screen, there is a little balloon that says chat. If you click on that chat box, it'll take you, or that chat icon rather, it'll take you over to open up a box and you can type in your question. And please feel free to ask. Um, David is here to answer and, and it's, uh, it's an awesome opportunity for you to get your questions answered. Yeah, I, 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 lo I love answering questions and there, there's no dumb questions. So, you know, don't feel like... <laughs> You know, if you're just, just kind of entering the conversation, like, you know, kind of looked at this stuff, but never really figured out how to do it. Or if you had a bad experience, you know, with a lot, which a lot of people have, you know, I mean, feel free, you know, I'm, I'm an open book. Great. All right. Okay. We'll give it another minute or two, uh, David. I want to make sure everybody does have the website off uh, the website uh, address, freedomfounders.com forward slash book dash offer. Again, it's freedomfounders.com dot com forward slash book dash offer. Um, go grab your book there. Um, and and it, you, you'll also at freedomfounders.com, 
you'll be able to access all the other things David's talked about, like his podcast. You'll find a link there to his podcast, and uh, that's available on iTunes or Stitcher, as he mentioned. Um, I've been a guest on a show. He's been a guest on my show a couple of times. Um, so I'd encourage you folks to, uh, you know, to just go plug in and listen to some episodes. It's amazing what you can learn from a podcast. Uh, to me, they're probably one of the coolest things uh, out there for learning and learning a lot quickly. I mean, you can binge on a podcast and you can become a, a, a you know, a quote unquote fast expert. At least you have a 30,000 foot view that you may not have now. Um, so I would definitely encourage you to go there. Um, well, I'm going to, uh, I'll give everybody another minute or so here and then, uh, we'll let, uh, David get back to his evening. So if you do have questions, now's the time to ask. Um, and I'll give you one other opportunity too. If, if after we end this webinar tonight, you have a question, um, just email me. You, everyone has my email address, uh, that registered for this call. It's jerry at jerryjonesdirect.com. I'll forward your email right on to David. Um, and he'll answer it personally. I'm assuming you'll answer it personally, David. I just threw you out there to answer it personally. So <laughs> um, it'll be a question I'll forward on to David. Yeah, well, um, you know, he's you not know, yeah, you know, you know how I do that? So it'll, it'll, it'll get, come to me from, uh, from Lindsay, who's my awesome executive assistant. I'll read, read the email and I'll send you back a, an audio because I love to answer, answer real time. So I'll send back an audio, it'll come to you. So it'll, it'll be, yeah, it'll be for me. It'll be for me. And that's easy for me to do. I can do it on the fly, you know, virtually on the fly. I'll tell you one other thing that we're, we're also doing a little bit this year, which you can, you can get information from our website uh, as we do them. But we're doing uh, some one day workshop intensive, blueprint, Freedom Blueprint workshop intensives in some designated cities around the US. Uh, we're actually gonna be out in uh, David Block's area out in LA um, a week from this Friday and then Philadelphia uh, about the middle of May. Those are, those are one day workshop intensives, which, which give, give a lot of the foundation. It doesn't do deep dives into the intricacies of uh, turnkey equity leverage, and, but we do deep dive into you know, how we build this out. And, and so that may be of interest to some people who again, would like a little bit more gas in their tank, but you know, not like I said, ready to come to the mastermind or do that stuff. So that's just another, another way to, to engage or, or kind of enter what we do. Great. Um, David, I did just get another, uh, another chat uh, note here. Um, I've got, um, uh, did you say you were going to be doing a one day intensive in Philly? Is that what yes, I understand? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we have, um, so I've got a request here from one of our folks and uh, David, I'll forward you his email information. I won't, I won't give it out over the air. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, one of, one of my docs from uh, Pennsylvania uh, is certainly interested. Um, so I'll email you his, his contact information. Um, and also too, we have another gentleman, uh, Dave, um, I'm sorry, uh, Vip Patel. Vip's one of my, Vip's one of my great, great members. Um, I love Vip. He's out in the, uh, he's out, uh, he has two practices, uh, out in, the, uh, Goshen, New York, um, in that area. And, uh, there's, there's just been another post here too. So, um, he, he would, he's interested in learning more about getting involved with you. And it looks like, uh, one of your team there, David has just, uh, posted a link to the Philadelphia location, which is great. Um, and that may be also great for VIP too, but you know, I, I, yeah, I mean, VIP, I can, you know, I'd be certainly happy to just email you directly and, and give you, you know, the, the next step for David, but I think a great place to start would be Philadelphia, um, since that's close to you and, uh, be a good, a good place to get to know David and the team there at Freedom Founders. So, yeah, um, good. Uh, so Ron, you've got an email coming from me, VIP, you got an email coming from me. Uh, anybody else? Um, we're wrapping up here in about another 30 seconds. So I need to let David get going and get to his evening and his family and, and the rest of you as well. So um, again, last, uh, last chance. And you know, if we, if we miss you, shoot me an email directly. I'll forward it on to David. So um, Dr. Phelps, what a pleasure. What an honor to have you on here tonight. I had a lot of fun. 
Um, and I hope all of the folks that were joining us tonight did as well. And um, I'm looking forward to see it. It'll either be September or December, one of the one month or the other. I think it'll probably be December, but I'll be seeing you again this year. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be fun. I, well, I always enjoy uh, you know uh, the camaraderie with you, and uh, I, I know you've got a great group of. Uh, of awesome dentists uh, that uh, are working hard and, and making things happen. So I, I appreciate the, the opportunity to, to get in front and just, to, you know, as I said, rant a little bit about <laughs> the way I look at things in life. And I want everybody to have freedom. You know, I didn't have it for a lot of years of my life. I had those dips in my life early on with those different issues. But I'm just telling you, you can get there. Even when you take a, you take a backslide. Jerry, you've had one. Uh, the other gentleman uh, that was talking about, you know, at 60, you know, don't feel bad. Uh, that's part of life but you can get back up and you can make up for lost time. I think the key to everything, Jerry, is just the people you surround yourself with. And, you know, I, I think that's, that's the key. It's who you surround yourself with. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, your net, your network equals your net worth as, as has been said many times. So I couldn't agree with you more. Who you know, it's not what you know. Um, so thank you everybody for participating and being involved with this tonight. And I appreciate those folks. Uh, that uh, took time out of their lives to join us. So David, thank you again. And everyone have a fantastic evening and we'll look forward to seeing you on another webinar soon. Have a great night. Thanks everybody. Take care.